Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for ASHP's Practice Journey podcast. This podcast invites members to share their stories about their professional path, lessons learned, and how their experience has shaped who and where they are today. My name is Jordan Menkoff, and I am a PGY2 Health System Pharmacy Administration and Leadership Resident at Fairview Pharmacy Services and M Health Fairview, and I'll be your host today alongside my co-host, Dr. Jillian Leung, PGY2 Cardiology Pharmacy Resident at UNC Rex Healthcare. Joining us today as guest speakers are Dr. Stephen Davis, Director of Health System Strategy at Shields Health Solutions, and Dr. Afomia Falicki, Consultant Medical Science Liaison specialized in diabetes at Eli Lilly and founder of Our Excellence Pharmacy Consulting Solutions, PLLC. All views expressed today are those of our speakers and not their employers. Thank you for joining us today, Jillian, Stephen, and Afomia. Let's get started talking about today's topic, preparing and developing your CV to transition into a non-traditional role from health system pharmacy. The areas of focus today will be industry and consulting with a second podcast to come on informatics and medical writing. As a new practitioner, there are an abundance of resources out there outlining how to craft your CV for a job and health system practice, such as ASHP's CV review program and toolkit, or maybe an offering from your state affiliate. However, there's a paucity of information if you wish to pursue a non-traditional path. So let's start with you, Stephen. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and why you chose to transition to a career in consulting? Sure. So I obtained my PharmD from Auburn University. I knew I wanted to continue to grow as a practitioner and as a leader within the pharmacy profession. So this led me to complete an MS combined HSPAL residency at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. I then joined the leadership team at Texas Children's Hospital, where I worked for about nine years. I learned so much during my time at UPMC and TCH, and thankfully I had great leaders and mentors who cared about my professional growth. They allowed me to lead several project implementations and also trusted me to lead and grow new service lines, such as specialty pharmacy services. As I continued to develop and grow the specialty pharmacy business, I realized that this was a specialized segment of the market that would be around for some time. I also had a growing passion to help others learn this business since I routinely had other health systems reaching out, wanting to conduct site visits and wanting to learn about our specialty pharmacy journey. And so Shields Health Solutions, which is a specialty pharmacy accelerator and an integrator company, began partnering with health systems within my region. And so the timing was almost perfect as the opportunities at Shields started aligning with my passions for specialty pharmacy. So in my current position, I am responsible for the oversight of specialty pharmacy services developed for health systems, and I specifically work with executive leaders to help define the business opportunity, performa, and a strategic plan for growth. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate hearing about your journey. Afomia, could you tell us a bit about yourself and why you chose to transition to a career in industry? Yes. And first, I want to say thank you for the opportunity to be here today. I am a pharmacist with an extensive background in clinical pharmacy within a health system. Up until recently, I worked as an internal medicine clinical pharmacy specialist at a large academic medical center. I've been in practice for almost 10 years now after receiving my doctor of pharmacy degree from Purdue University back in 2011. 
I had subsequently completed my residency training and I'm also board certified in pharmacotherapy. Throughout my career, my leadership and research roles were focused on diabetes management, and I'm very passionate about addressing the issues of chronic illnesses, particularly those of diabetes and associated comorbidities and complications that are affecting a significant portion of the population here in the U.S. as well as around the world. At the present time, I'm working as a diabetes medical science liaison with Eli Lilly and Company. I transitioned to this role about six months ago because I was at a point in my career where I was looking for a change and I was ready to niche down and specialize in a specific therapeutic area that I enjoyed. So in my current role, I serve as a medical or scientific information resource to healthcare professionals and researchers in the field, thereby bridging the gap between industry and local professionals. On a day-to-day basis, I spend my time reading literature to stay current in my therapeutic area, as well as engaging with scientific experts within my territory. That's great to learn about your journey, Athomia. And thank you so much both to Stephen and Athomia for letting us know about how you got to where you are today in your career. When thinking about a career transition, the first big area that comes to mind is the CV. Jordan, did you have a question? I did. So when someone is looking to make a career transition into industry and consulting, what should they be looking to do to prepare their CV? So that's a very good question, Jordan, and I can start uh, addressing that. I do get a a lot of questions around my CV uh, when transitioning to industry. I would encourage uh, potential candidates uh, transitioning to the medical science or liaison role specifically to highlight their research academia or any teaching experiences, as well as their presentation skills. So make sure any posters, publications, peer review experiences are highlighted in there. It might help candidates to stand out if they can uh, demonstrate that they have work experience or some specialized training in the scientific area that they're applying for. However, this is not often required, and I, I don't want anyone to be discouraged by that. For me, the therapeutic area I went into when transitioning to industry was very much in line with my past experiences. Therefore, I didn't have to alter my, you know, quote unquote, traditional CV for this position. Uh, It was very much similar to what I would have used if I was applying to a clinical pharmacy specialist position. That said, with either of these positions, the focus is to highlight both your verbal and written communication skills, as well as uh, demonstrating scientific acumen in your CV. I agree with everything Afomia just mentioned. I would also just add that anyone interested in a career in industry and consulting, they should highlight any key financial and operational achievements that have occurred, specifically during their leadership within their role. Ideally, And essentially what industry and consultants are are looking for, those companies are really looking to hire leaders that have added values to their previous organizations and that they can actually add values uh, to their current organization. If they see financial and operational achievements that the candidates were responsible for, it's going to get their attention and it's going to make it difficult to pass up on those candidates. So this should be the first section on your CV below your name and contact information, in my opinion. It should have a title such as professional summary and highlights or something similar. 
I would recommend anyone interested in industry and consulting to align their CV with the mission and the company values of that specific industry and consulting company. This will show that as a candidate that you would be an ideal fit for that specific organization. I would also highlight the presentations and speaking engagement portion of your CV as you will be considered an expert in your field in the transition to industry and consulting. Wow, thank you so much. Those are some great tips for our new practitioners to consider when updating their CV for a career move. Now, I will need to update my CV to highlight my values when applying for new jobs. Absolutely. I think those are some really great things to keep in mind when preparing the CV for the transition to the next role. So once our members prepare their CV for this transition, they have them ready to go. How should they navigate the job application process? No, that's a really good question, Jordan. My advice is to network with other individuals that have made the transition. I remember reaching out to a few pharmacy leaders and mentors to discuss the best approach when I was making that transition. Those conversations gave me the extra confidence I needed when navigating through the job application process. It's also great to understand what worked well for those leaders that are in those positions, since ultimately that will be your goal as well. I had to market myself as an expert in the specialty pharmacy space. I highlighted my experiences within large academic medical centers, community hospitals, and also freestanding pediatric hospitals. I articulated how I worked with key stakeholders to obtain buy-in, build trust, and reach the intended outcomes that they desired. And one of the key questions a candidate should ask themselves is, what value do you bring to that organization? And if you can explain this in a way that is genuine, you should be set up for success. Yeah, and I will add that you not only have to get your CV ready, but you also have to get your cover letter, your LinkedIn profile, as well as any other online presence cleaned up and ready to go when you're applying and trying to make a transition. Outside of that, just like Steven said, I think the most important thing in preparing for the application interview is to do your part and research the role as well as the company as much as you can. Similar to what Stephen just said, in my experience, I reached out to former colleagues that have transitioned to the MSL role, as well as other MSLs within the diabetes space that I knew to uh, educate myself about the position. I would also advise candidates to seek out professional organizations, uh, for example, specifically within with focus in industry, uh, that have various resources and presentations to help you learn and prepare for the role. In addition, spend some time on the company website to learn their values and mission and educate yourself on their marketed products as well as their pipeline portfolio so that you can appear uh, educated and and informed when you're uh, given the chance to interview. Finally, make sure you review that job posting so well and understand the skills that they're looking for. So all of these things, what they're going to help you is to identify what experiences from your CV are important to highlight uh, when you're interviewing with the company so that you align your strengths with the skills they're looking for and what the company values. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I will definitely work on aligning my strengths with the company's values going forward. So many great points today to keep in mind when considering career transition to industry or consulting. I imagine these points can be used in 
people who are transitioning to other parts of the pharmacy world as well. So before we wrap things up, do either of you have any last minute advice that we did not cover today? Yeah, Jillian, I, for one, would very much appreciate ASHB creating these podcast series to help student pharmacists as well as new practitioners explore various non-traditional roles. I think most of us fall into the trap of thinking there is only either retail or hospital careers for pharmacists. I would advise especially student pharmacists to spend time and explore as many non-traditional roles as possible while they're in school. And this doesn't necessarily have to be through typical shadowing experience or rotation, but uh, you can oftentimes follow pharmacists on various social media platforms and see what they're doing. I also think that not only new practitioners, but also seasoned pharmacists should keep an open mind about various possibilities out there and find the ideal position that allows them to flourish. Sometimes it seems, you know, daunting and you may not know where to start, but you can start discussing your interests with mentors or even looking for career coaches in pharmacy that can assist you uh, navigate this transition effort. Yeah, I agree with Aphomia. I just have some brief last minute advice. During this process, if you're going through like transitioning, it is common to lose confidence and or become fearful, uh, specifically when you're making transitions like this. So my advice is just to always keep your faith and just stay optimistic during this process. Thank you both so much. That's some, some really great last minute advice to help our members as they go forth in their career journeys. That's all the, the time that we have for today. And I want to thank Jillian, Stephen, and Afomia for joining us to discuss CV development tips for our members who may be transitioning to careers in consulting and industry. And I want to invite everyone listening to join us here every Thursday, where we'll be talking with ASHP members and content matter experts on a variety of clinical topics. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.